<laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while since we've done the fucking podcast. Yeah. Mm. It's been a while. Okay, yeah, we're here though. We're here. <laughs> we're still alive. Don't call don't call the police yet. Yep, don't send out the search party. We're not choking on onion rings or apple pie anywhere. Um God damn, I want both of those things right now though. <laughs> not like together. But yeah, in their own doses. Just like, let me eat my onion rings first, and, and then, then I'm gonna, gonna dive into pie. Give me a minute. I'm gonna breathe for a second. <laughs> yeah. Let me get my asthma out of the way. Yeah. Oh my God! the apple pie. <laughs> yeah. Mom, the apple pie. Quick question: Apple pie with cheddar or without? Without? Who? Put, you put cheese on apple pie? Oh, I can't wait till we get to the apple pie episode. Oh God! I'm not saying I do it, but Ben. Is this is this like a like a cinnamon rolls and chili chili thing? Also, that shit slaps. But I don't get it. <laughs> I'm from the Midwest and I don't understand it. And that's why we're here to talk about it and talk find about out it. if you have tried that. I'm Blake Carver. I'm Ben Wonderlick. We're your hosts of the Have You Tried That podcast, and we're back after a two week hiatus. Yeah, yeah. But hey, we're back. And we got a new episode ready to roll out, Ben. Roll out! But you know how I like to start this. I always like to start it off with a casual intro. And I'm going to ask, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Nobody ever asks you how you're doing. No, they don't. Uh, This is like the first time ever. I'm doing great. Um, Yeah, I'm just here to talk American Uh, food history with you. That's okay. Get your one. Um, <laughs> just one. <laughs> yeah, just one. We're here to talk about it, uh, but let's recap the last episode, which mac I hope I'm right, but I'm pretty sure it was mac and cheese. I believe so. It was mac and I cheese. Looking at our list, survey says mac and cheese with Surveys. Sammy. Sammy Mitchell, my friend and neighbor, came up, brought Milo the dog, the puppy. <laughs> we love Milo. Yeah, Milo's, Tim's a good boy. He had some great insight. Yeah, he's very wise for his age. Yes, yes, indeed. But we talked about mac and cheese. It was great. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, check it out. Go back. Get your binge on. Check out the mac and cheese episode. Uh, we did have a guest, like we said, Sammy Mitchell. She's great. A lot of fun banter going on there. Uh, but we should also talk t- today, Ben, about how we have a, a guest again. We have so many guests. I know, it's great. But this guest... People actually want to talk to us. It's crazy. I know, I know. But this guest doesn't live in Nebraska. Where does she live? She lives in New York, in Brooklyn. In the glorious place of New York City. Yep, in one of the five boroughs, Brooklyn. Brooklyn's in the house. And we'll talk about what this episode's about. But you know what? I feel like we've been talking for a long time. And I think we should take a quick little break, don't you think? Let's take a break. Let's hear from uh, one of our many sponsors. Yeah, let's do that. We'll be back. Hey, everyone. It's me, Gavin. I'm Chaz. And we're the owners of a van. (laughs) It's a Chevy Astro van. My mom gave it to me for free. And what do we do in that van? We sell chips. We make and sell our own chips. Yeah, they're very good. I I think they are. Yeah. We make chips like 
really spicy. Yeah, we call them Fuegos. Fuegos. Also, like, the different flavors are different. They, they, they are, man. Like, some of them are, like, really hot. And then there's some that are, like, even hotter. And then there's one that's, like, the most hot. What's that, that one's called arson. Yeah. If you really want to get into an adventure, burn up some shit with arson, man. It's so good. Yeah, do you want to burn your butthole? Because, like, arson will do it for you. Yeah. Check out our chips. We have all kinds of flavors. They're all pretty much hot. Are you in a chill mood? Try try the like the playful ones. They're kind of fun. Yeah, dip your, dip your toes t- in the proverbial sands of fuego. Yeah, because like if you come out and you like buy our chips, it'll like help us like pay for gas in the van. Yeah, because we want to go to Huntington Beach where I have a nice spot. Because like I met this one dude. His name was like like Tar Pit or something. I don't know. I couldn't remember. Oh yeah, he's a nutmeg sailor. Yeah. Well, not wait. Wholesaler? Uh, I don't know. Is that different from like a sailor on the sails? Does he sell megs? I don't know. I don't know. Where? Oh yeah, we own a potato chip company. Yeah, we we own a van. (laughs) Check us out. You'll find us. We're gonna be having a bowl of of cereal. Yeah, mom, cereal. Cereal, uh, Brenda. Just in case you're listening. yeah, guys. Like chips, a, that's all we're trying to say. All the chips say. is saying, and d- don't feed them to donkeys. Okay, okay, we are back. What a fun commercial break that was, Ben. We have so many great sponsors on this show. They keep getting wackier every they week. They do. They get really weird, but they pay us, you know, nothing. So why not? Um, we're back. We're here to talk about the history of potato chips. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Are you excited, man? Yeah. Yeah. Potato chips are pretty great. They're crispy. They're wavy. They're crunchy. They're baked. Oh, yeah. They are baked. I don't know what other stuff. I don't know what other ways. There's more probably. We probably haven't even discovered more ways yet. It's true. Let's be honest. I don't know. But anyways, we're here to dive into that, right? Correct. But we can't do it without a guest, right, Ben? It was our guest. Yeah, we have a non-in-house guest. Zoom time. Zoom time with the boys. <laughs> I just made that's maybe that'll be a thing. I don't know. Uh, Zoom time with the boys. It's kind of catchy. Coming on a t-shirt. Yeah, maybe. t-shirt. We have so many t-shirt ideas coming at you. Producer Tina has been crafting up some masterpieces, I will say. There that swag go. store is coming soon in two years. Um, but it's going to be really cool. So just be on the lookout. But anyways, we do have a guest. We have Ellie Thompson with us. Ellie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, Ellie is one of my 500 cousins. You're related to a lot of people. <laughs> we are, aren't we? Number 367. That's your number? Exact. That's your no, number? No, I don't know. I'm, just... oh. <laughs> I'm like, damn. I'm like, well, tell me mine. I You're like, know. wait, what's my number? All I know is it's weird that your dad and I are the same, like, generation line, which is weird right. because he's, uh, I'm not, I want to say so much older than me in the, in the sense that <laughs> some weird, weird reality where he actually listens to this. 
uh but he is older than me let's just say that mentally he's way older than you yeah he, he, he's more true. mentally on brand with your dad and your mom and oh, their yeah. Cousins, so. oh yeah oh yeah for sure for sure um but yes we have a lot of cousins and we had a family reunion oh gosh i don't know four years ago maybe? five years, years ago yeah i don't even know a little bit it was before before the pandemic yeah I think so, I, was, I was living at my last apartment still. So yeah, three, four years ago, let's call it four just for fun. But there was a lot mm-hmm. of people there. And it was funny because the way our family works is that we, our grandparents had, what, eight siblings total? Yeah, I think so. Well, your, my grandpa. who's your, who's your grandma? Well, Paul, grandpa, Sonny, Sonny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were seven. Yeah. They were seven, but parents were like six seven or, or, eight or something. Yeah. Seven or eight. Cause that was yeah. the shirts we were wearing. Yeah. Like we were we wearing had the, our we had great grandfather. Well, my great grandfather. Yeah. Right? Martin. Martin. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, that, that was before yours. Sonny. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So well, Martin would be your, your, was he your great great grandfather? Um, trying to figure that. Yes. Yeah, cause your because your grandma, your grandma and my mom are first cousins. Yes, because my nana, which would be your aunt Lonnie, yep, is, aunt Lonnie. is um Sonny's sister. Yeah. <laughs> tell me, so. tell me you're from a Midwest family without telling me you're from a Midwest. <laughs> Seriously. Nebraska. Jesus. Hey, we didn't start here. We came from Germany. And we came through Ellis and Island. Then, and then Canada. No, didn't and we then, go to Canada? Yeah, Toronto. I think. And then down. And then down to Millard? Yeah. And Gretna, kind of? Yeah, yeah. Sure. I All I know is that we have a, one of Martin's brother, my great-grandfather, so my great-great-uncle, he was the mayor of Gretna. Nice. Adolf. Yikes. Nice. Or, <laughs> born to rule if you will uh, he was also the one that got sick and they had to leave at ellis island oh right with one of and the now here sisters. we are carrying on the legacy yeah we're here and <laughs> podcast me and, about food yeah talking about our family <laughs> history it's history it's adjacent i'm sure True. they ate potato chips you know uh also i still think of the day i'm pretty sure and i still want to do this but i do think we should write a Broadway play about the tragedies of our family because there's so oh my god <laughs> crazy shit. There's too much, too much. A lot of a lot of death in the eighteen. Call it the unfortunate tale of the Dietz family. Pretty yeah, much. yeah, exactly. Um, but the reason I have Ellie on is because Ellie lives in New York, New York, correct? City. Which true? Uh. In one of the five boroughs, are you in the Manhattan area, Brooklyn, Bronx? I am in. Oh, he cut it on us. Which one? Oh, sorry. I'm in Brooklyn. 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 Represent. Brooklyn in the house. Ben's probably never even been to Brooklyn. Never even been to New York. (laughs) It's a great time. I've been is Boston. Yeah, there's a. Okay. All right. Now, this is a food reference. There's a restaurant in Omaha called Modern Love. But there's a oh, yeah. there's a modern love in Brooklyn too. It's the other oh, location. Wow. Yeah. So isn't that like a vegan restaurant? It is. 
It okay, is. Right. It's quite good. It's quite good. Don't knock it till you try it because it is delicious. But um, yeah. So food, New York. The reason I have you on this podcast is because we're talking about potato chips and the history started the invention in New York. Believe it or not, in New York City or upstate New York? Uh, definitely upstate. Just it was a, okay. A, okay, a very upstate thing. Saratoga Springs. Mm. No idea where that is. Saratoga Springs is in New York, as previously it, advertised. Uh, up by Buffalo and stuff. Nope, that is almost dead center. I'm dead center, New York, basically. Or is that no? Is that the county? It's dead center and right to the right of. Vermont, in case anyone gives a fuck. Uh, to the right of Vermont. To the okay, to the left of Vermont. The west, but, west but of Vermont. West of Vermont, <laughs> and west of the rest of New York. West of the rest. West okay. of the rest. Yeah. So it's there. It's Saratoga Springs. Check it out. Um, there's there's got to be something else significantly. Or something historically significant about Saratoga Springs, because that sounds like a very famous name. It does kind of. Well, there's some interesting history about Saratoga Springs in the Avengers of Potato Chips. All right. The Revenge of the Potato. Let's go. So this is where it gets kind of tricky. And me and Ben have realized this a lot on previous history things. There's like some that are just so concrete that like everyone's like, yep, dude, this this Aunt Sally totally invented, you know, the key lime pie. But there's also a lot where it's like, no, these five other people invented it. Or actually, it was invented in England first. You know, there's a lot of... Thomas Jefferson was involved. Okay, that was pretty cool. Thomas Jefferson's really the sole reason why we have mac and cheese. So thank you, Thomas Jefferson. Uh, Check that episode out. It was the last one we did like two weeks ago. We took a break. Sorry about it. So with this, over in london town in the united kingdom in about 1817 there's this cookbook that was published called the cook's oracle kind of cool uh william kitchener he allegedly had a recipe that's something similar to today's modern potato chips and then he fast forward to 1822 uh it's the same like cookbook there's a different edition the recipe was called potatoes fried in slices or shavings and it reads peel large potatoes cut them in shavings round and round as you would peel a lemon so think about that and then dry them well in a clean cloth which that's kind of a baller move if you ask me that's how french fries get really crispy is when you soak them and then dry them and then fry them in larder dripping. So similar doesn't really scream potato chips at me, but I, I, I get where like the idea came from. Fast forward a little more here, 1825 in a British cookbook about French cookery. Yeah, that's confusing. Uh, they called them Palms de Terre Frites. Pardon my French, literally. Uh and that called for thin slices of potato fried and clarified butter, or if you had it on hand, goose dripping. They drained it, sprinkled it with salt. So pretty 
sounding potato chippy to me, but really early recipes for potato chips in the U.S. are found in Mary Rudolph's Virginia Housewife book from 1824, and then also in 1832 for uh, Cook's own book, both of which explicitly cite Kishner. Hmm. So their recipes derived from him. Now, this is where it gets kind of interesting. So legend associates the creation in America of potato chips to Saratoga Springs, New York, decades later from the first recorded recipe. So by the late 19th century, a popular version of the story uh, came from a cook named George Crumb, which Ben, I this happens every time. Every inventor has Great like name. the greatest name. Uh, crumb, potato chip crumbs. It just, you know, kind of hand in hand there. He was a cook at Moon's Lake House. Another great name for a place. Oh, I agree. Um, who was trying to appease an unhappy customer, as you do in all restaurant business, on August 24th, 1853. The customer kept sending back his French fried potatoes, complaining that they were too thick or they were too soggy or not salted enough. So frustrated, Crumb, he's in a crummy mood, or he's just in his mood, goes back, slices several potatoes, extremely thin, fries them to a crisp, and season them with extra salt. Brings it back out. He's like, look, bitch, eat these. I don't care anymore. <laughs> to his surprise, the customer loved them. Couldn't have enough of them. Kept eating with two hands like he would put it in his mouth and grab more. And he just couldn't one-hand it. He wanted them so bad. After that, they soon came to be called Saratoga Chips, a name that persisted into the mid-20th century. And now, I wish this is true. I, I don't know if this is true. All these history kind of stories kind of, you know, the, without documentation, it's really hard to claim that really happened. But let's just for our sake say this is what happened. Basically, this was a story popularized in 1973, so almost 100 years later plus, uh, by a national advertising campaign by St. Regis Paper Company, which manufactured packaging for chips, claiming that Crumb's customer was no one, uh, was um, Cornelius Vanderbilt. Ringing any bells to anyone? Of the famous Vanderbilts? Of, of the, the Vanderbilts? Of the Vanderbilts, yeah. The, University? the railroad. Well, there is Vanderbilt University. Is there a connection to them to that? I just, the one I'm talking about is the railroad probably. people. But probably. Honestly, um, yeah, probably. So, I mean, could it really have been Vanderbilt? I don't know. Maybe. Um, at this point, Crumb was already a renowned chef at the time, and he owned a lakeside restaurant by 1860, which, Ben, you ready for this great name? Yep. He called it Crumb's House. Oh, great name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Saratoga so, so when Crumb, Yeah. So when Crumb had this um, encounter with this disgruntled guest, That's was this amazing. before or after these things were showing up in, like, French cookbooks and stuff? After. Okay, okay. Yeah, interesting, right? I mean, I found pretty much a lot of these, not all of them, 
But a big majority of these American food creations seem to have early earlier recollections of recipes in cookbooks overseas. But it, sure. I still feel like that when it was here, it's still so different from the original recipe. This one seems pretty close, though. So I don't know. I wonder if that's why they like. I wonder if that's why um, he decided to call them Saratoga chips because in like England and Europe, they call French fries chips. chips. So maybe because he had like, it was his version of his version of fries that he had like cut down so thin and crisped up that maybe that's where he came up with the name chips. I think you're probably onto something that that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, Saratoga. Oh, this is where I invented it with Saratoga. So it's the Saratoga version of yeah, chips. chips. Yeah. yeah, it's possible. Um, it is interesting in his uh, obituary, there's no mention of him being the person who invented them, though. Isn't that wild? There's also speculation that Crumb's sister is the one that actually dealt with the customer and made them. But I mean, a man taking credit for a woman's work <laughs> at that time. never (laughs) never yeah that couldn't see that happening so rule that one out um yeah i don't know but i think it is interesting i mean it's a fun story about vanderbilt don't know if that really happened or not uh it is interesting though that they were popular there to become popular enough to where it gets spread across the country right so i mean We'll fast forward here to the production phase. We're in the 20th century at this point. Um, potato chips, you know, spread beyond chef-cooked restaurant fare and began to be mass-produced for home consumption. Now, I did find this out. Ohio, Pennsylvania, and New York really love potato chips. And it's known as the potato belt those three states i guess um, wait but idaho <laughs> i don't know if you could have potato, a potato chip belt. belt potato chip okay. belt. that yeah <laughs> okay okay so yeah well I, I you know i watch videos for just to see some kind of history information on so some guy was saying it was a canadian guy talking about american food history i was like okay let's see where this goes and he said potatoes are commonly grown in the southern united states and I'm like, that may be true, but I'm fairly certain that's Idaho and Oregon. But um, Idaho's territory. So <laughs> yeah, literally, we found out Tater Tots. You know the brand Orida that makes mm. French fries. Tater. The Orida literally oh. stands for Oregon and Idaho. Oh my god, that yeah. makes so much sense. I it's, never would have thought of that. Though. Me neither. We were our our guest from Oregon was like, you guys didn't know that. We're like, no, no. She's like, it's on the bag. Like. I just read the cooking instructions. We're from the Midwest. I don't even read. <laughs> yeah, I just go 350. I don't know. Let's call it 10 minutes. Uh, so Dayton, Ohio, there was uh, Mixel's Potato Chip Company founded in 1910. They identify themselves as the oldest potato chip company in the United States. Um, New Hampshire-based Granite State Potato Chip Factory founded in 1905 and in operation until 2007 was uh one of america's first potato chip manufacturers so there were people that did it before but we know who the monster conglomerates are 
Uh, let me see if I can get to that story because that's kind of interesting too. The classic, uh, there were two companies really at the time, and it was uh, Lay's potato chips. And this guy was actually, he was a salesman, like a traveling salesman. And I don't know, I guess he really liked potato chips, but he was making them in his mother's house and then basically traveling across the country and selling them out of the back of his car. But at the time, there was another competitor he had, and that was Frito. And basically, they were just going against each other, trying to really conquer the industry. And then eventually, they're just like, hey, let's just team up. And that's why we have Frito-Lay today. Um, I find that interesting. Basically, the and they're not even the first to go like nationwide. That was um a company called Smith's Potato Crisp Company in 1920. So they it's just funny that they were a little late in the game, but still came out on top. But maybe their fla- their flavor was better. But at that time, there weren't really flavored chips. It was just your classic original, and then Fritos were well, they're just corn chips, Fritos. So. I will tell you this fun fact. The first flavored chips in the United States. Can you guess what you think like the first flavor of chips outside of like original would have been? Salt and vinegar. It's a good guess. I want to go like sour cream and onion. Mm, okay. Um, you're both wrong. It was actually barbecue. I was going to say that. I was going to say say barbecue that was my other guess yeah i feel like i mean those were all good guesses i mean you would think salt and vinegar wouldn't be that far off from just like original Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was barbecue they were being manufactured and sold by 1954 and in 1958 it was hers chips which i've heard of uh they were the first company to introduce barbecue flavored potato chips in pennsylvania specifically so fun fact now, the packaging, this is kind of interesting. Chips sold in markets were usually sold in tins or scooped out of like storefront glass bins and delivered by horse and wagon. But early potato chips bags were just wax paper with the ends kind of like ironed or stapled together. And so when they you know at first potato chips when they were packaged in barrels or tins it left the chips at the bottom stale and crumbled maybe that's where the term comes from crumbled comes from crumb the creator of potatoes or his sister i don't know i'm getting that was just a general thing i'm going off the rails hill not in a (laughs) vanderbilt fashion uh but the biggest thing was in 1920 Laura Scooter. Another great Dude, name. Dude, another. Nice. That's yeah. a good name. <laughs> when I'm naming my kids, I'm going to look at inventors' names because that's where it's at. Like that's a nickname you give somebody that from high school. Scooter. We're hanging yeah. out with Scooter. Yeah. Uh, she was an entrepreneur in Monterey Park, California. This is cool. 1920, remember. 
started having her workers take home sheets of wax paper to iron into the form of bags, which were filled with chips at her factory the next day. This pioneering method reduced crumbling and kept the chips fresh and crisp longer. Uh, this innovation, along with the invention of cellophane, allowed potato chips to become mass market product. So today, chips are packaged in like plastic bags uh, with nitrogen glass blown in to or prior to to sealing uh, to lengthen the shelf life and you know provide protection Gas, against not glass. He uh, said glass. Mm, oops. Yeah, <laughs> gas. Uh, if there's glass in your chips, guys. That's nitrogen one. glass. Nitrogen. I want some of that, but basically provided protection against the uh, crushing of the chips. So interesting fact about her, though, uh, she's a woman in the 1920s and it was kind of frowned upon for women to own their own businesses. So yeah, kind of amazing that she was able to do that. But she what was turn, turned down by so many insurance companies uh, until she found a female insurance agent who approved her loan and all that stuff. So very cool, very cool story. Um, I guess really since then, we've learned the production. We learned that like it wasn't Lay and Frito that started that. In so many cases, some of the other ones, like the hot dog I was saying, Oscar Mayer jumped on that. They were the first and the best, right? In this sense, there's a couple other in-state places doing it and a couple of people you know, going around the country, but like, Frito and Lay weren't the first to mass produce potato chips. I found that interesting. The next biggest news in the potato chip world at this point in time was when they changed it from your standard potato chip to kettle chips. Oh, kettle chips. Highly underrated. They're great. I fucking love them. I love putting them on a sandwich because it's like this awesome crunch. You're you're expecting but not expecting. So they were, those chips were made in a long, like a batch process where the potato slices are rinsed with cold water to release the starch. And that's like with French fries, they do that in restaurants, release the starches. That's what gets them to kind of fry up really kind of airy and crispy and fluffy. Um, There was a real good place in town called Kraft uh, Burgers and like sliders. They did their fries. They were probably the best fries I ever had. They were just so. Do you remember them, Ben? Yeah, I remember them. They were so crispy and crunchy. And I asked, and the cook told me the whole process. Like they soaked them for hours and then dried them off and then fried them. It, you would think that there was some sort of breading on them, but it was just the that process makes them naturally that kind of like crispy external layer and the inside is just like soft and fluffy. It's it's awesome. Um. So if you ever get into the French fry making business, that's the move. Um, once they did that, they fried them at a low temperature of 300 and just continuously raked them to prevent them from sticking together. That's a process of kettle chips. Rake the chips. That's a, that's a good phrase. Yeah, I like that. Um, scoop or swirl maybe would also suffice. But for this tale, we're going to stick with that. Uh, industrial advances obviously resulted uh, in a shift to production by a continuous process, running the chips through a vat of hot oil and drying them on like a conveyor process. Um, 
Small, some small producers though continue to use the batch process, notably in Maui. It was a Maui potato chips. 1980, inspired by the Maui chip, an entrepreneur started Cape Cod potato chips, which I have had, mm. and they mm. are really good. Those salt and vinegar ones are awesome. The original's pretty dang good too. Salt and vinegar's the word. But they're like thicker batch cooked. Um that that is considered Hawaiian style potato chips, which is crazy to me. Um, who would have thought? Uh, which being which then came to be known as kettle style in the U.S. or hand cooked in the U.K. Um, became a premium gourmet item. Kettle chips are thicker, and the surface starch is not rinsed off, resulting in a style of chip called a hard bite. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. You learned. There you go. Um, another big, I was reading this too, Frito-Lay, and specifically in the snack game, because Frito and Lay were separate. They joined up together, but then Pepsi bought them. So now I have this giant snack conglomerate of Pepsi and chips and all that stuff. They uh, attributed for like... I think it was 16.4 billion in in revenue in in 2015 just in in that in that category alone marking up for 35% of the national revenue across all potato chip companies the can you get I mean we know there's so many different chip brands like hers and guys and uh well just that's kind of funny I didn't like mean to make like that joke but that's that's literally guys chips and her chips the, and they're for everyone uh but there's also like uh voodoo chips is another big brand or um what's the is it cookies is cookies make chips no they make barbecue sauce yeah i think they make chips too. but there's all these like small you know let's call them craft chip makers uh can you guess what the third biggest, well, and I guess in this case, second biggest chip conglomerate is after Frito Lay? Don't know. Any guesses? Is it like Pringles? Boom! Got it. It nice. is Pringles. Yeah. <laughs> after that, it's just all all the small time after that, which is kind of there's you think of other foods, there's so many like big brands, but I guess there can really only be like one just king of that thing, like bacon. You because well, got... you also gotta think like I don't know if Frito Lay owns who owns Doritos. That that's a uh, Frito Lay. Yeah. Okay. Doritos, but even Cheetos, so, like Tostitos, and Fritos. <laughs> mm-hmm. The whole Eto's family. That oh, we you know. Well, that makes sense. I probably should have put those together. Yeah, but I don't know. you think about that because like. Obviously, chips, when we think of chips, they all go into one, like, idea. You know, Doritos, Pringles, Ruffles, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, corn chips are a different beast than potato chips. Like, a Dorito is a corn chip, which is most likely the derivative of a tortilla chip, which had to have originated Mm -hmm. in, like, Latin American or Hispanic countries or Mexico. I'll blow your mind on where Doritos are invented. Someone told me this today. They're actually invented at Disneyland. What? Doritos? Yeah. No. Yeah. They were selling these. 
Uh, basically, there were just corn chips with like a cheese dusting on it. And wow. someone from Frito-Lay tried them and thought they were great. And so they bought the rights to them. Wow. But it has to be like a riff on just like a, like a corn chip or Agreed. a tortilla chip that had to have been taken from, you know. And also like why the shape of a triangle? Yeah, true. Like what's when you cut it, I think that's because when you cut a tortilla, if it's a circular tortilla, that's it true. automatically triangle. And that's when it's fried down, I guess. But even Tostitos has like those circular ones, you know. Oh, right. But those are, I feel like those are, those are the kind of chips manufacture you them to be small. <laughs> you get do them you in they your make mini tortillas? Like they literally do like mini Maybe. tortillas that are this big Maybe. and then fry them. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's, he is right. The concept for Doritos originally <laughs> originated at a restaurant at Disneyland. Yeah. Isn't wow. that wild? Who would have thought? Uh, since we're on the Dorito topic and we're going to kind of transition into the flavors, um, what's your favorite flavor of Dorito? Specifically Doritos? Yeah, mine is Cool Ranch. Wow, that's a hot take. Mine is Spicy Nacho. Okay. I would say either Cool Ranch or uh, was it Sweet Chili? Mm, yeah. Spicy yeah, Sweet Chili. Bag. Yeah. The purple bag. Yep. Purple bag <laughs> that's that's the, my top three. It would be Cool Ranch, the the purple, and then Nacho Cheesy or there was, whatever. There was one. It was like Buffalo mm. Ranch or something like that. It was fucking phenomenal. I think there's a taco one too. That's oh, taco pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah, they used to have this line of Doritos that was called like Late Night Something, and the bag okay. was black, and the yeah. Um, yeah, had like a neon light on it. Looked like it yeah, was like, like a, a neon, neon light. So- I do remember yeah. this. Yeah, and one of those was the was like a taco flavor, and uh, I and one of them was I distinctly remember walking into my garage with this bag of chips and forcing my dad Jeff to <laughs> eat this chip because it was cheeseburger flavored Dorito, Ooh. and I was like, Dad, I'm thrown by this because you can literally taste like the mustard the pickle like the cheese like i was like you can taste yeah. all the layers of this and he was like shut up and so he like had me try it or he, i had him try it and he was like okay that's pretty good and then they like discontinue i have never been able to find them ever again and if you look up you can find it but i think they must have discontinued the like late night or the takeout yeah. whatever the the line was yeah. but they probably exist just in a different country that seems yeah it probably. seems like <laughs> a lot of flavors like Oh yeah, we're done. But then you'll see online someone's like, "Oh, they make them here in Thailand." I'm like, "Well, send them my way, guy. I yeah. want some, you know." But we'll dive into flavors and stuff more. But I was just curious since we were talking about Doritos, and I think the Disneyland thing is just wild. That like that's legit what happened. Um, otherwise, I think for for now, yeah, some some potato chip companies like there's. Health concerns. What? That's wild. Potatoes just fried in oil. That's not good for you. Um, some of them, though, tried to, you know, sell some advertising that was like, actually, these are good for you. And that's why I think the evolution of baked Lay's came out. It's a healthier cooking method. I will say, though, they're okay, but I just feel like they lack in flavor so hardcore. Like, yeah, I know you like, bake them, but you can still put the same amount of flavor on them. I don't. They taste like a communion wafer. 
<laughs> a cheese it. What the yes? <laughs> Wait, are you saying the baked version of potato chips? Yeah, yeah, bake like baked lays. I love baked lays. This is like original. The ones that are like a hexagon. Oh yeah, like I'll, I'll eat all the flavors per near. I guess what we're saying is that like, if you want, to- even though it's fried versus baked, why does the flavor seem to be lacking the baked versus like the Honestly, original? I think the original. Like compare the original potato chip to the baked version. I think the original baked it has a lot more salt flavor to it Hmm. that's my hot take i think they taste almost better i mean we're gonna find out later me and ben are doing a uh bracket of chips and we're gonna try them decide which one's best tonight so that will be a fun game um but i also like to this is the part of episode where i like to talk about the uh list of potato chip brands and see if anyone's heard of them. So everyone's heard of Frito Lay. Never. Hot take Frito in general, not a fan. You don't like Fritos? Like, I you feel like Fritos, you don't like them? I, what about like in chili? That I would do. Uh, like Frito pie. I also, you know, Frito pie's on the list, by the way. We'll get to that. Oh. Um, I would dip them in that that weird frito bean dip that they sell Ooh. that's okay but if i'm gonna eat any kind of frito i love it's the oh please say the one i i like the chili cheese ones but also the honey twist yes yeah. oh, that's twist. what i was looking at. i was like say it. and the you know twist, my favorite the thing barbecue twist <laughs> yeah my favorite thing about the marketing on those is that it says on the bag, I'm pretty sure still to this day, it says like Frito flavor twists as if it's insinuating that there are other flavor twists. But it's, but it's just the barbecue it's one. The only, that's the only one. Now, did they make other ones and they failed? I don't know, but I would have been curious to know like, uh, you know, what sour cream and onion twist would be like, or I don't know. The, the thing I respect about the Frito Honey Barbecue Twists is that of all the bags of chips, I feel like that bag is always the fullest. Oh, like yeah. The, the concentration of chips in the bag is actually higher than any the, other the, chip bag. The chips 100%. to gas ratio is, is perfect. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, 100%. But like, I, I got a buddy who used to deliver chips for Frito-Lay. I can ask him, be like, yo, did, <laughs> did they have any other versions of twists? Yeah, I'd, right. I'd really be curious into looking at that. Um, If we moved, so like Frito-Lay is the big one, Pringles the big one, and then Kettle brand, mm-hmm. which I'm trying to remember. It sounds like something where used, used to be at my grandma's house. I've seen that brand. That are, I think I think Kettle is like... Kettle is like any chip bag that you say that is like kettle cooked. That's that brand. Well, yeah. Well, they, they have like kettle cooked, uh, like Lay's. Yeah, but I think kettle is like but like it's legit owned. Those thing. are the ones that you see like if you go go to like Pickleman's or something. Yeah, and you get like uh like a bag from like a sandwich shop. I think you're right. Yeah. No. So I was gonna. I was going to divert into this, but like in New York, I feel like one of the reasons why chips are so huge is because of like deli culture. Oh yeah. Like we have a deli on every corner. Like we have a, like a bodega or a sandwich shop or deli or convenience store, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Like every single corner. And it has like shelves and shelves of chips, like every flavor. Like 
I have eaten significantly more chips since I've moved to New York. <laughs> like you go in, you get your sandwich and then like you get your chips and like the flavors I have come to like the most are the, the kettle brands. So, like I literally yeah. have a bag of the like salt and cracked black pepper oh, yeah. flavor. Like oh, yeah. in my, now they have right now, my favorite one that's happening recently in New York is it's a purple bag and it's like a truffle sea salt. Ooh. So it's like a truffle oh, yeah. oil Crinkle chip. Cut. Truffle and sea salt crinkle yeah. cut. Yeah. Yes. I see that right here on yeah. their list of flavors. So anyway, kettle is kettle's big out here, but I think the deli culture of New really contributes to the fact that there's um, just like chips. That everywhere. makes sense. What's that big deli? Is it cat's deli? Cats? Yeah, cat's deli. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I would like to go there sometime. That and H and H bagels. Oh, H and H is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I used to go used to be in the Upper West Side a lot. Go to H all the time. Everything bagel with scallion cream cheese. Mm. Mm, yeah, see that sounds good. Also, the fictionary one from New Girl, Schlegel's Bagels. I would like to go there, but it's yes. not real. Um, but yeah, so that's just a few of the big ones here. Um, there's some regional brands. Ben, you like Chicago things. You ever heard of Jay's chips? I have not. Uh, I might have. Yeah. Let me yeah, see the picture of their logo. In Detroit, there's Better Made. In Minnesota, there's Old Dutch. And then of Hanover, not Snyder's, but Utz chips, which I have heard of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Utz is big in New York. That's like the, it's like the great value brand of bodega chips okay okay um now if you go down south zaps and they make these mm. voodoo ones that yes. are just so freaking I've good i've seen those yeah the voodoo are them. so good they're like cajun but they're also sweet i don't know what's going on with that flavor but it's awesome the voodoo uh, is like i feel like i've always described it as like barbecue mixed with salt and vinegar or something like that. yeah like that's like, a yeah i think you're right and then they have a spicy voodoo so like you take that and make it spicy anyway all mm, good okay yeah. i don't think i was just looking up jays i don't think they're exclusively to chicago but i'm pretty sure i've had those here before because they have like a the crunchers which is i think is like their version of the kettle chip okay i, I know I, I had those at my grandma's before interesting interesting okay um of course we could talk about canada but we won't um but basically chips are international at this point i've done those like uh yumly boxes where they send you the snacks from different countries and you're guaranteed to get a bag of chip of some weird flavor from every one of those places you get it from uh the weird ones were from russia and they were crab chips i didn't i don't think i tasted them i was i i'm i'm the face I'm making right now is like, I hope I didn't because I don't think I would enjoy that crab flavored chips. I don't know. Real fresh crab on a potato chip? No, maybe. Like crab dip, maybe. New invention. It's like a crab, it's like a, yeah, crab dip. Crab dip chip. chip. Yeah, that'd be great, right? Um, So what we've done, we talked to history. I think we good good chunk there. Um, I'm kind of curious to know what did, did I ask what everyone's like favorite potato chip flavors? I don't think so. We did we did Doritos. We did do potato. Let's 
let's do potatoes. Ellie, do you have a favorite like potato? It doesn't matter if it's wavy or basic or baked or kettle because a lot of us I mean, transfer. I find that I go in waves. Like, yeah. Out here, like when I'm like getting my sandwich, there's one flavor that I'm like obsessed with for a few months and then I get tired of it and switch. But I think my tried and true that I will always go back to is the like salt and cracked black pepper. So like the salt and pepper chips neutral enough that they're always going to be good. But I also love a like cheddar um, Pringle. Mm. Yeah. See, for me, I remember when I was a kid, I remember my mom, Melissa, she used to buy just like original lace. And so for a while, that's like all I knew. Then we get like the the Cool Ranch Doritos. And I was like, oh, wow, chips can be way better. Even though these aren't potatoes, it's great. But like when I was real, I also did this weird thing. Maybe it's not so weird because it's a potato, but dipping original Lay's and just like eating it with ketchup. Am I the only weird person here? No. No, I think I've done that. Like, I think everyone's lived that life. I would say the most occurrence for when that ever happened with me was like, like uh, barbecues and stuff like that. You'd have a hot dog and whatever mm. hot dog. Yeah. I was like, just gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The ketchup that spills on your plate and it 100%. accidentally lands on your plate, and you're just like, eh, "I'm gonna try it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely like, if I had nothing in the house. I'd be like, well, I have a bunch of lace potatoes and ketchup. <laughs> this is uh breakfast today. I don't care. Uh, it's good. I mean, in theory, it's just a different way of making a French fry. Am I right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's not that strange. Now, the different flavored might get kind of weird. I would probably just stick to original. Sure. But I think for me, I remember growing up eating original. And then when I was younger, I ate a lot of the barbecue ones. That was where it was at for a while. And then it's kind of your palate changes, you know, and then it was like, okay, sour cream and onions, pretty great. Uh, Nowadays, like I'll get those variety boxes, like the small bags, sour cream and onion. It's like, woo, there's a lot of flavor in that. It's almost too much. Um, I would say mine, like it's not available in the U.S. anymore. It was here temporarily for a long time. But it's, they're called all dressed. They're from Canada. Uh, oh I, yeah, that was. I can't remember that. that. Yeah. That was so at. brought over from Canada. Blah blah blah. Blend of sa- salty, savory, and sweet flavors all together. Think salt and vinegar, ketchup, and barbecue all rolled together. This is the only time I'll ever accept salt and vinegar in a chip. I hate plain salt and vinegar chips. They are the worst. But you add them with some barbecue sauce and some ketchup sauce. These are the best fucking chips in the world. Fun fact you definitely that. need to try the the voodoo ones then ben because that's basically yeah do voodoo have do, vo- do the voodoo ones taste it, like all dressed almost it's like salt and vinegar and yeah. like cajun barbecue it's, oh shit and and here's the problem with them you cannot stop fucking eating them <laughs> i no. brought them over to my parents one day and they're like oh we'll try this and i just kept watching them circle in the kitchen just keep going back keep going back and like yeah uh-huh Mark and Melissa are like, what'd you put in these? What is yeah. this? Where'd you get these? Ooh, these are delicious. My mom's like, oh, these are really good. Oh, these are like, yeah, I like them. My dad would be like, these are pretty good. They're pretty good. Otherwise, I'd say my <laughs> go-to is probably, yeah, like barbecue or um, sour cream and onion. Or 
cheddar and sour cream uh ruffles yeah i was gonna say those two yeah, the ruffles cheddar and sour cream i think time. nowadays though i would almost exclusively probably just prefer kettle chips in general though and i do like the jalapeno mm-hmm. cheddar lays ones that are kettle those are really good i like salt and vinegar but i do like the just like the black pepper ones are really good um yeah there's just i mean there's so many options but it is funny how like you said earlier and no pun intended waves of just like changing it up uh, i remember one time i really liked these pepperoncini flavored ones that were really good yeah mm-hmm. um and like i'm on the like truffle the like truffle sea salt kick right now too because mm-hmm. they have them but but ben, I it, 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 i'm sorry i was saying but i will say of all the flavors when it comes to chips something that i will always be like number one somehow is if there is any sort of dip chips oh. and dip to get cake over everything if there's like a french onion dip something oh, like yeah. Give me any sort of like raw or any plain anything, and I will like eat the entire bowl. Yeah, I mean, I would even dip. I would even go as far as putting tor- to like tortilla chips in those. It yeah, would work. That you make it work. Oh shit, <laughs> work. Or I they've see. got like so many of those nice like Costco brands nowadays, or mm. even like the Walmart, Target, like dip. Like I don't even know. Like there's the I think spinach it's dip or. Yeah, Hi- Highland Roberts is usually like the go-to I go for for like, I think it's the sour cream and onion one, but the French onion one. There's one that they put like bacon in. I think it's French. Yeah, it's onion like a with cheddar bacon. bacon. Yeah, yeah, like a cheddar bacon dip or something, or like there's like a fried pickle dip that's like a dill like ranch yeah. dip or something. I don't even know. But if it's in my fridge when I come home in Nebraska, it's um not by the time I leave. Yeah, by the time I leave. I think <laughs> I think my mom used to take like sour cream and then throw in like the hidden valley ranch packet. Oh and, yeah. like makes that and that was just like oh it's a dill dip. It's dip. You know? Yeah. Good, <laughs> good news guys you can get all dress chips off of Amazon. Oh well okay. what do you know? Amazon and they even say side all- by side taste test of that and the voodoos okay oh, we should yeah we could do that we'll do we'll <laughs> next day shipping now yeah we'll do that on <laughs> we'll do that on the tiktok ben okay um Ooh, we can get it by tuesday oh there you go another interesting thing though about you got me looking up all dressed so i'll kind of talk about the history on that a little bit um it is really kind of unknown who or which company first introduced the all dressed potato chip flavor but it became popular in canada like you were saying ruffles was a major producer of all dressed potato chips um and they described the flavor as a mix of ketchup barbecue salt and vinegar so basically it wasn't till like after 2016 that Frito-Lay began selling the all-dressed Ruffles potato chips in the United States. However, in 2019, not that long ago, in Syracuse, New York, again, New York, uh, a potato chip maker, Terrell's, began selling all-dressed chips under the same name, but under the name Syracuse style. So, Syracuse style, Saratoga chips, New York's just all about the branding. 
Um, Looking it up. Oh, found Terrell's on Amazon. Bam, this is one thing go. New Yorkers will do. It'll take something that already exists and be yeah. like, oh, but this is ours. Oh, now. yeah. Perfect example. We of that. made oh. it famous. I don't know. Maybe the Ruben. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to blast them on that episode. We all know where that's from. It was from Omaha, Nebraska. Yes, sir. The Blackstone Kool-Aid, Hotel. Kool-Aid is from Nebraska. Hastings. Yeah. Spam. Can't tell you where spam's from. Fremont. Oh. Yeah. Or there's a plant there. I don't know if it's actually invented. Okay. Dorothy Lynch. That's not a thing out here. I know. My aunt and uncle live in uh, Boston. And my other aunt and uncle live in Minnesota. And my parents would always like mail them Dorothy Lynch because they would have it when they come back here. Like, oh, this is really good. It's really for you listeners, uh, for one fan in Norway. And uh, someone in Canada, the Dorothy Lynch essentially it's like it's like French dressing, really, but it's creamier, I guess. Yeah, it's a variation of French dressing. It's almost like a vinaigrette, but it has I don't it's even sweet, know something it's in it. Tangy. It's good though. Some, I don't know. I'll I'll mess around with it. Um, even out here though, you sometimes tr- have trouble finding like ranch. Like if you go to a restaurant, like my restaurant that I work at, we do not have ranch. Um, ranch is not a thing. It's not an Eastern thing. I mean, you can get at big chains. I guess ranch is like, I mean, in the Midwest, people are lining up at Golden Corral with a flask of Hidden Valley ready to go. So that's fair. I don't think that's (laughs) excessive. Strapped all the time. (laughs) Yeah, my Hidden Valley. (laughs) If you stay Um, ready, you never gotta get ready. That's right. What kind of restaurant do you work at then? Um, I work at that's basically just like uh, I don't know I guess you would call it new American it's like new home style American cooking so like most of it is like our main like dishes are fried chicken a burger cornbread okay Um, we have like a hanger steak with fried rice like those are our like main things but then we have like different stuff that's like new like more quote-unquote like new American like fusion from other Mm. places like we have like a like an achiote like grilled bass and we have like a israeli like mezzi plate falafel thing and whatever so we kind of have like a little bit of everything but they um, serve yeah house-made potato chips no they do not (laughs) honestly i would not put it past them though that would be something that would probably go really well on our menu um and and i don't know how they would elevate it no, it's in Manhattan. Okay. So you take a um, cab or, or subway there or do you drive? What do you do? Yeah, I take the train. Mm-hmm. So it takes me like 35 to 40 minutes to get there and back. But you know what? It's all worth it because you're chasing your dreams. It's very true. It's all so expensive and so great. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. But, uh, but yeah, ranch is not, I remember like, when I first visited New York and I asked for ranch, they were like, no, nah, we don't, we don't have that. What do people That's like? Crazy. And I was like, what do people dip their fries in? A lot of people dip their fries in mayo. Oh yeah. I've done it. It's which not is that very weird. tasty. Sociopaths. Um, oh, that's pretty good. And then, or just ketchup or, I mean, obviously like 
there's a lot of bougie Barbecue like sauce. like aiolis oh, yeah. which is literally just mayo just with, with spices garlic and, and stuff and in it yeah yeah so everyone is obsessed with an aioli um which is literally just mayo with stuff in it but um yeah no ranch there was one time i was working at the restaurant one day and this girl who was like say she was like 13 or 14 she like asked for a side of ranch for her fries or something we didn't have it and her mom that was at the table with her literally went down the block to the <laughs> bodega and bought a bottle of ranch and brought it back to the restaurant so that yeah. her kid could have ranch and i was like this is not <laughs> they were from the like, midwest <laughs> i was 100%. like sure i guess i guess you could do that but well i mean my uncle scott he brings his own cheese to burger places so what they have cheese at all burger places he likes his own cheese i bring my own craft to the bar i haven't seen him doing a while but yeah he used to roll up with craft singles my, my, i'm not even kidding you my dad literally <laughs> showed up to a party one time it wasn't even like fancy one. like boar's head cheese that no, like it was this? like a fancy type of cheese that he wanted on his burger <laughs> i'm pretty sure it was just like either craft or some other basic like <laughs> sargento or something like it wasn't yeah I, it's you you oh, know no. the person so you're, you're like not 100 percent shocked but it's also no like, that's very on brand <laughs> yeah oh, so uh, i hope to uh have him on the show i want to have your dad uh scott and uh mark deets on here to talk about barbecue i was gonna say yeah you could probably have him on to talk about barbecue I feel like I'm going to have to travel for that episode, though. Oh, yeah. He's not going to be able to figure out anything. He's been here before, but, you know, I, yeah, we'll we'll get there when we get there. But now he has two working knees, so he's that's mobile. True. That's true. He's mobile. True. He's up and about. He was. Uh, he was very mobile on Sunday. I saw him on Sunday. We were watching the Chiefs game, but uh, we'll see. Oh, he was we probably can... mobile and also angry. <laughs> yeah we, two all, we all were yeah we kind of you know actually we kind of just once it ended we just kind of went outside <laughs> didn't really talk about it um but anyways i we kind of talked about our favorite flavors the best flavors uh pringles are i think their own beast uh i will tell you the worst flavor of pringles maybe it's my hot take but i 100 percent believe that pizza is the worst flavor yeah bad it tastes like when you throw up pizza i know that's graphic but (laughs) you ever ate a lot of pizza got sick that's like the worst (laughs) thing to vomit by the way it's terrible terrible fucking situation i'm warning you but that's what those sprinkles taste like they're good at first and then you get like like a quarter of the way in the can and you're like oh god i don't want any more yeah Yeah, the fun did stop okay pringles (laughs) thanks pringles uh i mean there's a, there's some spicy flavors that are good or whatever, but let's uh let's talk about inventing our own flavor here, right? Lay's does a good job about that. Actually, let me pull that up. Or Ben, do you mind doing that? Oh yeah, the crazy flavors Lay's has made. Crazy. To, to kind of over to, to recap, a buddy of mine, I'm pretty sure, still has a bag of them, even though they discontinued. Because what Lay's does is they do like these uh they release like maybe three four sometimes five just crazy flavors and i think it's weird to say fans but let's just say consumers will eat them and rate which one's the best and then like that winner stays around for a longer time 
But my buddy, he he kept a bag of the chicken and waffles flavored Lay's. That uh, doesn't sound bad. I won't lie. They were good, uh, but he still has them. Brock. Oh, God. Maybe. Oh, God. I a have a feeling Sarah would have made him throw those away. But <laughs> So I found an article. It's I ate 26 all-time Lay's crazy okay. uh, contest flavors, so you don't have to. Here's how they rank from worst to best. Okay. So 2014, we had bacon mac and cheese, wavy mango salsa, kettle cooked wasabi ginger, which was the winner in this guy's opinion. Sounds pretty good. And then cappuccino. Oh, interesting. That sounds haunting. However, chocolate covered lays is a thing. Chocolate Mm. cappuccino, not they're adjacent. Let's say in flavor, so it may not be weird, but it's kind of like a craft beer that's like pumpkin beer. I'll have one, but I'm not going to drink six of those. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm not going to drink any of them at all, but... Uh, 2015, do us a flavor. Part two, the dose. Do us a flavor. Southern biscuits and gravy. Oh, yeah. Nice. That was the one. I remember yeah, that. I had the those, minute they came they out, awesome. the minute those came out, I was like, yes, I, I will keep these things. around. <laughs> Take my money. Yeah, I, I think I, I want to say I tried them. and They were pretty good. Uh, Greek Town Euro. Yeah, I remember that. New remember York that? Reuben. And Lol. <laughs> yeah, you, you sons of bitches. So on topic. So and then the last one was West Coast truffle fries. Yeah, I remember. Oh, I remember seeing. That sounds like these. those are lingering around still. Yeah. According to interesting biscuits and gravy, though that was where it was at. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 2016 was the flavor swap, where we had fiery roasted habanero. Korean barbecue, smoked gouda and chive, and kettle cooked olive oil herbs, herbs, uh, chips marked with asterisks were all losers, and all four were marked with asterisks by this guy. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, I don't know. The only one, what was the first one? So, fiery roasted habanero. Oh, the second one then. Uh, Korean barbecue. So I feel like that would be the runaway winner. So these but... ones were basically like they look like they were like flavor swapped with already existing ones. So the fiery roasted habanero were oh. swapped with flaming hot flavored. Okay. okay. Korean barbecue um was swapped with honey barbecue. Right. Smoked gouda and chive was swapped with cheddar and sour cream. Mm. And then cooked mm. olive oil and herbs was sea salt and cracked pepper. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Um, go on to 2016. Passport to flavor. If that's not a Guy Fieri like special, I don't know what is. Um, first one, wavy Greek tzatziki. Okay, okay. Brazilian picana, pecan ha. Don't know. (laughs) It's it's literally spelled P I C A N H A. Pecan ha, pecan ha. Yeah. Uh, kettle cooked Italian tikka masala. And Chinese Southern or Szechuan chicken. Oh. That one might be good. I remember if... seeing the Szechuan chicken. Uh, I would say that, or the, uh, what was the first one? Uh, the first one was wavy Greek tzatziki. I hate tzatziki, so. Or wait, no, the second one. Brazilian picana? No, I guess. Cattle cooked tikka masala. Hmm. I'd probably go with the Szechuan chicken, I think. Uh, so his notes are very much like the Olympics that inspired them. These chips were poorly managed and undertaking the entire enterprise was ill-advised. 
Also, Jeez. apparently, Lay's really digs Greek flavors. These chips came out about a year after the Euro chips. Yeah. Um, 2017, do us a flavor, part trace. <laughs> nice. We had crispy taco, everything bagel with cream cheese, and fried green Weird. tomato. Fried green tomato? Hmm. Now, I've never had Listen, one. I don't need a bagel in a chip. I don't, I don't need that. I just don't. Yeah. I, think I feel that, like that one would be okay. Yeah. Like if I had to, I mean, I don't really know what everything bagel is. I don't eat everything bagels. I don't think but I've I know ever. All the basic bitches love them. <laughs> I don't think I've ever hey. had. <laughs> They're <laughs> very good. <laughs> I, I guess we're basic bitches, Ellie. We love bagels. What can we say? Uh, I don't. And everything for your reference, Ben, is just a plain bagel with seed, garlic, onion and sea salt on it so it has like all the t- it has everything okay. on it so i probably so it's all baked like into it, it. Okay. yeah it's very good like it. i'm trying to think if i've ever had a fried green tomato nope i know they're on all over the menu like in savannah when i was down there uh i don't know if i ever tried one but i mean I don't, <laughs> that chip flavor sounds they're, weird they're good because fried gr- green tomatoes are like a little bit more um, sweeter spicy no no oh. no so the redder the redder they get the sweet it's like a bell pepper okay like sure. the more red it gets the sweeter it gets so green tomato is like a really not ripe yet like a premature tomato so it's a little bit like more tart and a little more like spicy like it has more spice to it like mm-hmm. a green apple or like a green bell pepper like yeah. a green pepper in in like juxtaposition between a green bell pepper and a red I bell pepper. I do enjoy a green pepper flavor over a red pepper flavor. So when you fry it up kind of like like a fried green bell pepper but a little bit more mild because it's a tomato obviously. So I would say it's a little more savory than you would think of like a regular red tomato being fried. Interesting. So on a on a chip that actually might be pretty good. Well, that'd be bad, yeah. So next section is the 2018 flavors which were tastes of America. Okay. We've got Cajun Spice. Doesn't sound bad. Chili Con Queso. I feel like that one would be really good because I do enjoy Chili Con Queso. Yeah, you do. Uh, Chesapeake Bay Crab Spice. Oh. Uh, I don't uh, know about that. Deep Dish Pizza. No, that can't be good. <laughs> That's going back to the Pringles right there. Yeah, yeah this brought me. I had PTSD right there. Uh, fried Pickles with Ranch. That one, mm. oh. I think we talked about that one before. Mm-hmm. Um, New England lobster roll. Oh, Yikes. okay. I uh, love it. It tastes like fish. Lobster. I'm all, all out. Thai sweet chili, which like now Thai sweet chili, probably at the time, I probably would have never, never tried it because I've learned through like just eating wings and stuff that sweet chili chai, Thai sweet chili or sweet chili Thai, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the best wing flavors you could ever get. It's pretty good because it's got that just enough kick, but it's sweet like a honey mm-hmm. barbecue almost. Mm-hmm. So I would probably enjoy those. Ben, I just want to take a moment to stop and say I think you would like lobster a lot more than you think. I don't know. It does not taste fishy. I'm I do not eat fish whatsoever. I hate it. Lops, I'll eat lobster, crab, clams. You know, all all the. Lobster is pretty good. But also, like I'll sweet. I'll give you this, Ben. I did not attempt seafood until i moved to new york because 
we're next to a sea immediately. <laughs> yeah. well, Whereas in Nebraska, lobster from any Lake Manawa is get, not going to be good. Any seafood you're going to get in Nebraska is not yeah. <laughs> good or fresh. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, oysters now, which is like kind of crazy, or like cooked clams or mussels. Mm-hmm. I love crab. I, crab is basically just a vessel for garlic butter. So see, I love crab ragoon. Yeah, but it's but, mostly cream cheese. And it's mostly cream mostly cheese. Mostly yeah. probably imitation crab. Yes. I fucking love cream cheese. Okay. Yeah. Right, I mean, I who love, does it? Yeah. Goes uh, good well, on crab, goes good on bagels. Um what's next? Try, oh, the, the next is just the rankings. Hmm. Um uh yeah. Interesting. Okay. That's pretty much all there was. So perfect. Now let's see. We're all gonna invent a flavor. Oh fuck. And then we're gonna all vote who's is the best or worst. That works too. Someone's gonna be in the middle, so it's okay. Someone's feelings won't be hurt. Um, because that's America. So <sighs> I'm thinking. Hmm. What's something that I like that can also be a chip? Okay, I got I'm it. I'm good to I'm good to start us off. Go for it. Unless you want to go. Go for no, it. No, okay. no. Mine's regional, so it's okay. Okay. So I want to say that I'm inspired by this, but it wouldn't be like titled this flavor. So the thought comes from also I will say this is very off-brand for me because like sweets, I don't really have a at all. And actually putting sweet in my savory is not what i want but (laughs) how much i love the cinnamon twist from taco bell oh so if you did like a cinnamon sugar potato chip yeah mm -hmm. that sounds really good it's also kind of salty like a little teeny bit of salt from just like the fry but then having a dusting of like cinnamon sugar on it Mm. that's what i would would want that that's a hard sell that one might be hard (laughs) to beat yeah ben what do you got I was going to say, cause just because recently I had a chicken sandwich with this on it, um, Chick-fil-A sauce flavored. Just, oh, man. Because, I I mean, I introduced Tina to it last night. She had never had it before. I bought, like, literally the bottle. Of it's Chick-fil-A. in my fridge oh, yeah. right now. I know. It's in my fridge I right bought now. I bought a bottle of it. She's like, I did, I've never understood the hype. Can you care if I try this on a chicken sandwich? I'm like, absolutely, go for it. She puts it on and she goes, holy shit, this is what people are like talking about? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it's that fucking good. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah. Uh, so either like, oh, yeah, like a, like a mustard barbecue flavor. Yeah. It, what, I do. Barbecue? I will say I do like cane sauce better than Chick-fil-A. I see. <laughs> I'm not a fan of their sauce. I, whenever oh. I get it, I use barbecue sauce at home. Oh, it's, no. It's good. I feel like it's yeah. too garlicky. Too peppery for me. I don't know. See, for me, as I like, I was saying, I don't really have sweet. Like, I I appreciate a honey mustard, but Chick Fil A sauce is really sweet, and so like fair? when it comes to cane sauce, cane sauce is very savory. Yeah, it's that's very fair. savory. When, when sauce. I eat bar- when I eat Chick Fil A sauce, I taste more of the barbecue flavor in it mm-hmm. over the mustard. Mm-hmm. The Polynesian sauce is pretty good too. It's a little I've sweet though. Because um, I think I think what does it for the Chick Fil A sauce is like. I don't think they use honey mustard with it. I think they use just plain like Dijon mustard. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Like it's not like, or just like plain, like just yellow mustard. Something. It's yeah. not honey mustard because the honey mustard has that little bit of. Brock could tell you. He yeah. knows how to make it. Yeah. Brock knows everything. Classic. Brock, Brock, if you're listening, 
You don't know everything. He might not be listening, but I guarantee that his wife will. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> hi, Sarah. We're just saying hi. We're also going to say hi to say your mom. Mandy. Mandy. Um, it's a running bit. Uh, I, okay. <laughs> here's here's my flavor. This is regional. And it's kind of funny with the Chick-fil-A. I will say, would you add like a little chicken flavor to your chip too? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That way you get the chicken sandwich taste. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I would say like a butter. It's like honey like mustard a, chicken sandwich flavored chips. Like a breaded flavor mm, with sure. like peanut oil flavor in it too. Ooh, so I think that's what makes the, the Chick-fil-A sandwiches good is the peanut oil. We out here picking mm-hmm. oil. Uh, okay. Well, mine and only Midwest people are going to get this, but mine would be a Runza flavored chip. Oh, fuck. Standard. <laughs> She's wearing a fucking Standard Runza, Runza or cheese Runza? <laughs> uh... I was I'm open to making three flavors. You have standard runs of chips, your cheese runs of chips, and let's get weird and do the Swiss mushroom. Oh. If Runza did a collab with chips, I would never eat anything else. The amount of merch. <laughs> I keep, I keep pushing. I don't know if- <laughs> oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I just am like... <laughs> So you guys you know, don't understand my love for Runza. So you, so you, so you, uh, I'm sure you've been to a Husker game before, right? Yeah. You know how they sell the Valentinos, they sell the Runza, uh, and then they sell the Fairberry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, yeah, Valentino's Runza. If I had to pick, pick a second one, it would be a Valentino's pizza flavored Runza flavored barbecue. Ooh. I keep, I keep tweeting it out. I keep putting it out. I keep saying <laughs> Runza. Have, yeah, I keep seeing. They Runza? have Runza done. So I worked at Runza. Fun fact. I forgot. Um, about it was that. my first job when I turned 15. Because Which one? They were the only place hiring. Downtown, the one on 84th Street downtown. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Both mm-hmm. the, the best um, slushy machine. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Anyway, um, I worked there. It was my first job when I was 15. And they, for a while, sometimes they bring it back and my mom loves it. They have an Italian runza. I've so it I've has seen like. Them marinara sauce on it and like a probably okay. mozzarella so like it's not a valentine pizza runza but they have done an italian runza because what before. i've been pitching is like literally at the husker games they have like the beef pizza yeah like the slice yeah you take all those internals basically you have a beef pizza slide slid inside of a runza it's basically a pizza <laughs> hot pocket the, with the but, hot dog in there too is it the throw tri- some hot dog the, bits in there too? The trifecta. So I when it's I, the Husker game runs up. Yeah. So what I what I have patented is this is patent pending for me. And I go to a Husker game. I do I call it the Husker hat trick. <laughs> I have to get a I have to get a runza. I have to get a slice of Valentino's and I have to get a Fairberry hot dog. You eat them all oh, together. Like mixing those all together is probably the only thing winning in one at day, that stadium that day. In one day, yeah, you're gonna hate yourself <laughs> by the time you get home. It's gonna be like, <laughs> God damn it, why did I eat all this? Stuff? I will say now we've totally left potato chips and talking about runza uh well this is the last thing i'll say well two things one i'm mad they discontinued the mini corn dogs yes oh yeah r.i.p if you go in march they have a reuben runza and that thing i think is the best runza they make and it was funny me and brock went up there one day got one came home ate it we're like fuck that was good we drove back and got another one (laughs) Listen, so Amy Thompson loves nothing more than a Reuben, and she loves really? the Reuben Runza. Really? I love the Spicy Jack Runza. Oh, that's good too. Yeah, she's really good. So you got the if, Pepper Jack, you got the Spicy Ranch, you got the Pinos and the Bacon. It's a good one. 
what, what we're saying is if there are any Runza executives listening to this, yeah, bring back the corn dogs, sponsor them, and then sponsor this podcast. Sponsor our podcast, please. We will say nothing but your good graces. My old neighbor was the franchise owner of the 84th Street one, Wayne Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> I love him. Yeah, yeah, he had uh, three kids, I want to say, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he yeah. was my manager when I worked there. Yep. Yep, he used to live. You know, okay, you know the circle I live in is on the the corner one. Yeah, corner house. But yeah, you guys, you have no idea how hard it is for me to describe what Runza is to people out here. <laughs> I believe I walk it. in with like my head and my t-shirt and my Christmas sweater and my like socks, and people are like, "What is this? Who's this <laughs> goober?" Yeah, uh, I think uh, it was Adam Devine, who a uh, famous comedian actor from Omaha. Mm-hmm. He did a, I think it was Vanity Fair or Variety, one of those. It was a YouTube video where, like, they do it for different actors from different places, like, asking him to explain, like, the slang from that state. And he was doing the Nebraska ones, and it, it was, like, he one was black shirts, and he, like, explained what the black shirts are. And then it was runs, he's like, oh, how do I describe this? He's like, it's like a meat Twinkie. And it's like, I know that sounds gross, but it's actually like the best thing ever. Well, I, I, the way I would always describe it to people is it's basically like a hot pocket with beef and cabbage. Cabbage, yeah. It's a German yeah, hot Like heart. a homemade, like a homemade fresh bread beef mm-hmm. and cabbage hot pocket. And it yeah. actually derives from a German dish called uh, beer rock. Oh. Wow. So I, I have a friend who every year for WrestleMania, like every April or like late March, early April, mm-hmm. they oh, they call it Runza Mania. They make their own homemade Runzas for WrestleMania. Like and it's one of, the, one of the coolest things. Shout out Holly and John if you're listening to this. Uh, also, I think we know what we're doing for WrestleMania then. Are we making hot? Are we making we're runzas? making beer rock runzas, but we're gonna we're gonna come up with our own flavors and not tell each other what they are. Oh shit! Yes, <laughs> you just have to eat it and figure it out. I gotta figure so out. So don't be mad about the hot dogs inside of mine. <laughs> so what we're saying is the chip is obviously the winner. We obviously need it. Yeah, the runza potato chip. chip. That was we all agree with that. Well, so I think. I think it's a tie between the cinnamon twist. Yeah. And honestly, all three were just slaps. I think they all hit. So, yeah. Um, But anyways, that was great. Uh, Good talk. I I appreciate it, Ellie. It was great having you on. Uh, Very good conversation. Uh, Thanks for for joining us. I know it's getting to be kind of late over in the brooklyn no no worries i'm gonna pop off and watch the football game so there's that oh there you go perfect well i have one proposition for you guys when you get done with your potato chip um tournament Uh you guys should finish the whole thing off with doing the one chip challenge no what's the one (laughs) the pocky Pocky one chip challenge oh Oh, the like really really (laughs) hot one yeah there's there's like two of them out there there's like the original one and then there's one the new one Apparently it's like way hotter and turns your mouth blue. Oh yeah. The like blue one package, like a plastic package around it. Yeah. Interesting. F that jazz. It would, it would ruin you guys internally, but I think it would be fun. <laughs> see, see, I hate spicy mm. stuff and I would kill me. He does hate it. Oh yeah. You would not be well. There was, there was a kid in my training class at work and he would literally show up. Oh, Joey. To, yeah. If, 
Joey would show up. Joey, if you're listening, yeah, you know who you are. Uh, it's I swear to God, he would show up with like bottles of hot sauce in his backpack, and he would sit there and just like have baked like plain baked chips because he's got he's got some weird stuff that he can't eat certain things, mm-hmm. and so he would like eat just plain baked chips and just start dabbing hot sauce on it. I'm like. Why I tried one of like his like I'm like what's one of your like least spicy ones? And he gives me it. I'm like Jesus Christ, dude! Like <laughs> that is gonna kill me. He actually does. Uh, <laughs> I think is it TikTok where he does yeah. hot sauce reviews. Oh yeah, what's his? Yeah. I'll find it if I can find it. I'll we'll shout it out later. Plug, but um, anyways, again, Ellie, thank you. Yeah, We're of course. Yeah, anytime, man. Wrap this and finish it out. But uh, all I know. When we we do another episode, if there's something in New York, you can be our plug. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. All right. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. Thanks so much. Bye. Have you or a loved one been affected by poorly made potato chips? Have you found spicy potato chips sold by two grown men in the back of a Chevy Astro van? If so, you're entitled to a class action lawsuit. Hello, my name is Dave. Um, yes, we, I represent the law firm of Johnson, Johnson, Williams, and Burke. Is that his name? Yeah, John, Johnson, Williams, Burke, Reynolds, Wilson, and Sting. This lawsuit is mainly just to uh, bring awareness to my son, Chaz, who is uh, selling very poorly made potato chips to the public. And I do not want people's anuses to be catching fire because their so-called Fuego chips are not good and they have one particular chip called arson which I think is highly illegal but I digress Chaz, if you're listening please come home son, I miss you so much me and, me and oh god, me and Brenda it's it's so hard to think through all this stress and all the the hard times that I'm experiencing missing my son. Brenda and I want you to come home. That's all we're asking for, son. This is a wake-up call for you. I miss you. I love you. I miss you so much. Are you okay? Yes, of course I am. Yes, yes. Please call us at the law firm of Johnson, Johnson, Burke, Williams, and Sting. So... What an episode. Also, what a... That's a sad Where story. are you finding these sponsors, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. People are desperate for... Any, you just gotta stop searching Craigslist. Craigslist? <laughs> Is it Craigslist? No, it's, it's Craig's, but... <laughs> I found a guy named Craig. He's got a <laughs> list. list. It's just, and we're just pulling from it. <laughs> it's like, hey. Oh, <laughs> these, these guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, boy. boy. <laughs> Jinx! <laughs> yes! Perfect. That's radio magic. Ladies and gentlemen. So this next section of the podcast is going to be very interesting for both of us because yeah, we've been talking about potato chips and we're hungry. We're hungry for potato chips. Mm. So we're gonna what are we gonna call this? We call this the bracket o chips, or do we want to call it the crunch madness? Crunch madness. I like it. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, Yeah. So Ben, you made a bracket. I did. So here's our seating. So yeah, tell us. I have I went and purchased six different flavors of potato chips. You did, I saw it. So first seed, we're gonna our first uh, number one, number two seeds are getting buys because they're gonna be our most common flavors that we already like. Right. 
So number one, C is going to be original. Lay's, right? Original Lay's. So these are all Lay's branded chips. Lay's, I know you're not listening. If you want to sponsor us, give us a shout out. Um, number one is original. Number two seed, barbecue. Classic mm. barbecue chip. Okay. Number three seed, sour cream and onions. Mm. Number four, hitting it with the baked barbecues. Okay. Number five, this is where it's going to get interesting, dill pickles. I, mm. I love me a dill pickle. I hope these chips are good. And number six seed is going to be lemon. Lemon. L-I-M-O-N. Isn't that Spanish for lime? I believe so. Or lemon? I believe it's lime. Mm. But it's like if a lime and a lemon had a weird love child, it would be these chips. Okay. So, we're going to kick it off with the number five seed versus the number four seed, which is going to be dill pickle versus the baked barbecue. Okay. So, which one? We're starting off with the dills first. The dills first. Okay. Yeah. So grab I'll yourself a potato chip. One. And for I'll all our as well. uh, ASMR people. Yeah, we're finally fulfilling your wishes. Yes. So this is dill. Dill dill chips. All right. Here we go. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going in for another. Yeah. Because I grabbed a kind of a smaller one. Oh, well, I didn't taste it at first. It's the aftertaste is there, though. Okay, I got it. That's so disturbing and gross. <laughs> I hate ASMR so much. <laughs> I'm really crunching it up on purpose. I put extra effort into that. Okay. So hmm. dills? It's very it's mild. Bad. Yeah, it's not like a in-your-face dill. Like, I could probably... I could probably mow on these. Do Don't more. you dare eat that in the microphone. Why? <laughs> it's so gross. God. Ugh. I thought that was the point. Mm-mm. It's so bad. <laughs> it okay. is good. It's not bad. I would chip. actually eat these probably than more than any other dill pickle chip w- I've had. I'd probably have these at like a barbecue. It's not too strong. No. It's actually kind of delightful. Because there are some dill pickle flavor things that are like this very This is way powerful. too dilly. Okay. What's the dill with that? What up with that? All right. All right. So we have our opinions on dills. Yeah. Get a get a good old glug of water as a palate cleanser, palate hopefully. Palate cleanser of justice. <laughs> and I'm the one being disgusting. <laughs> it was pretty bad. All right, this is going up against the baked barbecue, which are a big fan of mine. I thoroughly enjoy baked. They're barbecues. a big fan of you. I'm a big, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of baked. I'm gonna do it anyways, Ben. Mm, they're so good. Ugh. They are good. Mm. For me, I do enjoy the texture of the baked. Yeah. Um. There's that crunch too. Yeah, it's there's that. Yeah, you're right. Texture. Because yeah. it's, it's like a better version of a Pringle. Yeah, that's you actually know, a good explanation. Because you know how Pringles have that like really good crunch to them. Comparison. So I'm gonna go back to the dill real quick. Okay, <laughs> going in for thirdsies. Well, just yeah. you know, I wanna after I had the barbecue in me, I need the dill in me, mm. and it's like. Bam! Especially after having a barbecue chip. Wow. 
Hmm. This is kind of tough. But. God, I got to think about this. Gun to your head. Hmm. 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 I don't know, Ben. I kind of. We can go with the baked barbecue. Okay. What are your thoughts? Um. Damn. Right. Like that. That going back to dill after the yeah, barbecue. I, I'm kind of feeling like I, I should quit lying to myself and just say dill. I'm gonna say dill. I think so too. Yeah. Dill pickle wins. Ding 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 ding. Moving right. on to the second round will be dill. All right. Right, so that was the four and five seed, right? Correct. Now it's going to be the three and the six. So three sour cream and onion versus lemon. Which one do you try first? I know I know how good a sour cream and onion is. It's be pungent. I say let's go lemon first. Yeah, so we're not so overpowered. Yeah. Okay. Which, where, which ones are the lemon? It'd be these guys right here. Okay. I got one. Give me the sniff test. <laughs> All right. I three, two. Wait. Slap it and slap it. <laughs> three, two, one, hit. Whoa. Ah. Oh, wow. That's powerful. Maybe I think it was wrong. We should have probably ate the sour <laughs> cream and onion one first. It's not Holy bad. Shit. It's, it's there and it's gone. Yeah. It's, it's a strong first bite. Is that lemon or lime? I think it's lime. Just go back for a dill. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, these ones mm. are good. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> good, though. No. Okay. Right here. Yeah, so it's the six seeds. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, it's a mm. strong first bite. I'm it's going just for a like big straight one. up lemon on your tongue. Yeah. There's okay. Different. I taste the lemon. Mm-hmm. I taste the lime. Yeah, I taste both. You're right. It's not like Sprite at all. <laughs> no. But, like, it reminds me of going to, like, was it, like, Qdoba or, like, That's Chipotle and yeah. getting their, their tortilla chips because they have, like, the lime salt. Oh. Kind of yeah. like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't hate it, but. It really hits your tongue right it's a f- out the gate. First, it's a firm punch in the mouth right like right off the get-go. Yeah. Let's, let's sour cream and onion it, then. <sighs> All right. Your chip. I know I'm gonna lose this shit. We gotta dink it and sink it. We can, I probably can't say that just because Rhett and Link say oh. that. Okay. We're gonna let's, uh, clap it inside. Let's g- <laughs> gently touch tips. Let's, uh, we gotta come with a catchphrase here. Let's, um, um, clap it and slap it. Yeah, I like that. Clap, clap it, sl- slap it. Slap it. Mm. Oh my god. Mm. Mm. It feels so good after that lemon business. I know, but like I'm getting, I don't know. Not very strong. This one looks. This Ooh, one yeah, looks look really powdered. Heavily, up. heavily powdered up. It's so good. Yeah, it's so classic and. Hmm. Mm. Um. Answer three, two, one. Sour cream and onion. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Limones are good. Or limon, whatever you want to call it. it. I think it's limon. I think you're right. It's a different it's got the little experience. hype over the eye. And one of them squigglies. Yeah. 
So baked and Limon stacking <coughs> bad That'll be interesting. Second round will be soon. All right. So now, our second round, we're going to go original versus dill picklers. Oh, yeah, because, okay, that's on a buy. Okay. So this is going to be a very, uh, excuse me. Yeah. Um, I feel like the originals are going to be like a somewhat a palate cleanser. These are, origi- these are original OG. Oh, okay, OG. Nice. And they're so facing off against dill already? Yeah. Unless you want to go sour cream and onion versus plain barbecue. Mm, no, not yet. Okay. Okay. So you want to go original first, or do you want to go dill first? I'm going to do the original first. Okay. Kind of get that a feel. So remember, uh, slap it and clap it. or Clap, clap it. it. Clap it and slap Clap it and slap you it. Clap them together. Clap, and then you slap it down. Ow. Mm. So salty. So good. So salty and greasy. Do you... Here's a question. Yeah. With originals, this might be me. When you make a sandwich, do you ever just throw plain originals in your sandwich with like with the meat and cheese? I'm not affixed to anyone in particular. I'll put anything chip crunchy okay. related. I like Cheetos, crunchy Cheetos on crunchy my sandwich. Crunchy Cheetos, Doritos. Yeah, uh flaming hot Cheetos are good too. Also mm-hmm. Yeah, Doritos are good. Uh uh I'll even fuck with um the uh, cheddar jalapeno kettle chips. Clapping and slapping. Oh, I got, got a. Oh, you got a different one. It's cross contamination. That's cross. Ah, they're good. Like, mm-hmm. they're not my. They're not as salty as I remember them being. They're not my go-to. Like, if I'm buying Lay's or if I'm buying like potato chips, I'm not really like keen to really go for original flavor. Yeah, not with all the other options out there. I know. It'd be like getting just vanilla ice cream. Yeah. All right. Dill pickler. Right here? Yeah. Okay. Clap it and clap slap it. And it. Slap it. Yeah. This is going to be crazy, but I think dill pickle wins. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Fuck, those are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not even yeah. No debate. No debate. Dill pickle wins, man. Is dill pickle in the championship right now? Yeah. Wow, who would have thought? Against <laughs> two, like, tried and true classes. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's... Okay. Remember, oh, actually, remember earlier when I said that Dill Pickle is going to have a hard time beating, beating other or, ones? Uh-huh. Boy, was that guy wrong. What an <laughs> ass. <laughs> Where'd they go, idiot early Blake? I might have to uh, go uh, refill that bowl in a second. Yeah, but. you might have to, yeah. All right, sour cream versus barbecue. Okay. I love the both of these fucking chips. Me too. They're classic. These are classic. Like somebody's making burgers. One of these is gonna be at the party. It's there's like I'm gonna have a party. <coughs> I'm making food. People are bringing food, and there's that guy that shows up with just chips, and mm. that's what he brings. He's bringing one or one of one or, or both one of, of these. Two. Yeah, yeah. All right, which one do you wanna go first? Sour cream or barbecue? I think I will do barbecue. That way, it's a little bit the sour cream. Yeah. Okay. So we learned. Barbecue versus Limon, or sour cream and onion versus Limon, they kind of enhanced each other. Yeah, they did. Or no, was it dill pickle, eating a dill pickle after a baked barbecue? Yeah, that was it. That was okay. it. So, so clap, clap it and slap, slap it. it. Mm. so good. Mm. Okay, you see what I mean by how much more flavor the barbecue that does than the baked ones, though? Mm-hmm. I feel like they have more powder in it. Mm-hmm. 
No, pues no lo veo. No, 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 You know that tastes better than the last round now, though, after the barbecue. Mm-hmm. I I am gonna hop back to the barbecue, see if that does anything. Yeah, I agree. Oh fuck! <laughs> I got the big, big ass bitch. <laughs> you split it. <laughs> no, no, we'll just okay, clap, clap it. And slap slap it. it. <laughs> I honestly think. Sour cream and onions moving on, Ben. Yeah. Ooh. Sour cream and onions. This is where it's going to get real interesting. It is. Are we in the championship? Yep. All right. It's sour cream and onion versus dill? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, don't get me wrong. Like, barbecue is, like, my all-time, one of my all-time go-tos. Like, I yeah, always it's a classic. Go- but these dills... Are the real dill? They're surprising the hell out of me. Yeah, I'm gonna go briefly step away. Blake, you go and talk. Yeah, to I'll keep talking to the people that want to listen. So, we're in a championship. It's getting crazy. Dill pickle, the underdog, if you will, has made it all the way to the championship. Will dill prevail? Prevail. I just wanted to rhyme. Or. Will the classic sour cream and onion reign triumphant? Let's right. find out now. So how do we want to do this first? Do we want to go dill or do we want to go sour cream? I feel like we'll go, let's go sour cream first. Okay. Because we know we love those. Yeah, let me do a quick palate cleanse again. Fuck, I'm out of water. Got enough. <sighs> okay. Sour cream and onion first, right? Yep. Grab your chip. Look at that's a bad one. Get, get a thick boy. Oh, it's a fold. I got a foldy. Foldy, but a thick boy. Okay. So clap, clap it, and slap it. Good. Mm-hmm. That's very good. I just. I already got a feeling, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I just. Oh, I got a like double fold, double foldy. Get out of my area. Okay. Mm. Clap I'm it, and slap, slap it. it. It just hits you instantly with how great it is. And then it's like, but when you're done chewing, it's like, hi, I'm a lingering deal. I'm still here. I'm going to go back. Sour cream. Clap and slap it. They both kind of hit you instantly with flavor. Good. After the dill, it brought out the sour cream onion. But mm-hmm. now I'm going to go back in. This is a true test right here. Yeah. Clap it. Slap it. This is so stupid, I know my answer already. It's dill, isn't it? It's dill, <laughs> yeah. Fucking dill pickles wins, man. Lay's dill pickles. Congratulations, guys. You're the champion of the have you tried that munch crunch crunch madness. <laughs> crunch madness. <laughs> See, okay, so remember how I was talking about all dressed chips earlier? And how that had a little bit yeah. of like a vinegar taste to it. But I it was like I and I hate salt and vinegar chips. Okay, I am. This has that same kind of effect that the all dressed has. Mm-hmm. Just substitute 
barbecue ketchup. Yeah. But for dill pickle. Yeah. So I think the vinegar on this chip makes it like there's got to be some kind of vinegar. In oh, hundred percent. But fucking dill pickles, man. Victory lap here. <laughs> Victory lap. Victory, Victory strut. Oh, God, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting to like these. No, neither was I. I was not expecting them to win at all. No, I mean I'm I went at the store looking at just plain chips, and I know there was a a chili limon that I thought about grabbing, mm. but the bitch in me came out and I was like, oh, it's gonna be too hot. <laughs> my mouth, my mouth's gonna be on fire. Yeah, but now I think. <laughs> We're gonna have to like keep up with this and like maybe just on our own, like not on a podcast, but like yeah. we're gonna get weird with our like hanging out and stuff, like watching like sports and stuff together. Because I'm bringing over some weird flavors. Next oh, I time. love it! I love it. Um, also, I think though for the podcast, you know, we did the beans bake off. Mm-hmm. We tried the beans. That's where it started. This fully evolved. I hope next. I think we should continue doing stuff like this. There should be more mm-hmm. brackets. Oh yeah, we got a website. We're good. Yeah, yeah, we'll be good. Um, but, but yeah, Ben, dill pickles, <laughs> surprising. Yeah. Well, I think that's gonna do it though, dude. Yeah. That's a good podcast. Yeah. We've been gone a while, so I really hope you have nothing to do for an hour and forty-five minutes <laughs> because we'll be here for all of it. We were here for all of it. <laughs> we were. Yes, we were. And thanks again to uh, Ellie. Yeah, we really appreciate Ellie. That was that was fun. I know you're in New York at the time. Difference. Not huge difference, but it was really cool that you came on and talked with us about potato chips. And I'll tell you what, Ben. I th- Oh, you know what? You should give out. We did talk about that hot sauce earlier. You should give us. Oh, yeah. Out. I forgot. My boy, Joey. Mm-hmm. Um he goes by the uh, hot sauce sommelier on twi- uh, in, uh, TikTok. Sorry. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow him, it is at spicy boy four two eight. That is at s p i c y b o i four two eight. Joey, you're a fucking legend. I yeah, love man. you so much. We want to have you on the podcast for something. Yeah, maybe we should just do a hot sauce challenge. Oh God, I'd be down. I, I'm, I'm gonna. I suffer. you're just gonna <laughs> do it. You're, I'm. You're, the thing I'm learning about you, Ben, is that you are trying all kinds of different things with this podcast. <sighs> so um, I know I'm yeah. gonna regret trying his hot sauces because he doesn't fuck around. No, he does not. But uh, I don't think you'll be let down. Yeah. I think you'll be happy, and the fans will enjoy it. So content, baby. Content, that might be content, that might be content. one of our first YouTube videos we make. I think I think you're on to something. Or a TikTok video or yeah. something. Or an Instagram the reel. TikTok teaser and the YouTube pleaser. <laughs> God damn it. I just come up with all the, the greatest. That's a t-shirt. Yeah, it is. Just comes up out of my mouth hole. So I think it's going to do it, though. We, gotta, we do next week, though. We will have a guest. And we're going to have a real American classic food. Although it came from somewhere else, basically, but we really established it here. I won't tell you what it is, but I'll tell you that I'm pretty sure I'll need to check it again, but don't correct me, that it was invented in St. Louis. So think about that 
Riddle me that, Batman. And we'll catch you next week. This is the Have You Tried That Podcast. Check out our Instagram page. We have one of those. Uh, Have You Tried That Podcast. And my name is Blake Carver. My name is Ben Wonderlick. And we'll see you next time.